Welcome to the RV Small Talk Podcast, and in this particular episode, we are going to talk about camping equipment that might save your life at home should you ever face an unfortunate natural event like what we just went through. And along with that, since we have Kate Dunbar here, the Campground Gourmet, we're going to talk about how we actually sustained our lives through food. What did we eat and how did we eat when there was no power, when there was no water, and there may or may not have been any food. I think there was food. We I made had it. food. We would like again to remind you that this week's sponsor, this episode sponsor is Truck Camper Magazine. Thank you again, Truck Camper Magazine for sponsoring us, for supporting us. You have the best articles on how people live and travel with their truck campers. You have the best introductory information for if people are looking at truck campers. If you want inspiration, if you want tech tips, if you want modifications, if you want to know where to go and how to go with your truck camper or any RV because equipment's really the same go to truckcampermagazine.com or head on over to Facebook and look up Truck Camper Magazine. They are fantastic. We love you. Go support them. Truckcampermagazine.com. Welcome to the RV Small Talk Podcast, where we talk about lightweight trailers, truck campers, and the people, places, and things that go along with them. We're your hosts from Princess Craft RV. I'm Lindsay. I'm PJ. And I'm Clint. Once again, thank you for joining us today. Just a reminder at the front end, you can check us out on uh, rvsmalltalk.com or you can join us on any podcast like Apple Podcasts where we invite you to leave a review and maybe a five star review if it so pleases you. That helps us out. So thank you so very much. So, Silva, 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 well, we are back for another round, another bantery round to start off of the RV Small Talk podcast. And this week we have our special guest who lived through the ice storm of 2021. Just, just, you just crashed through that ice storm. <laughs> this is Literally Kate Dunbar. She didn't I skate did. through it? No. You didn't ice skate through it? Did you see my knee? Did you pirouette? What did you do? Yeah. I fell on the ice and messed my knee That's up. That's not skating. No, that was crashing or falling with style. Falling with <laughs> style. You did it gracefully. Yes. <laughs> so you, uh, you, you recently moved to an old farmhouse. Yes. And, and it was built in the time when we didn't have these once in a generation ice storms. She was built in 1903 uh-huh. and then went through a full remodel about five years ago okay. by the owners that we purchased it from. But there were um, still a little fun times to be had she with wasn't her. ready was she she was not girl's facelift was not complete <laughs> oh, no. all right so just the rundown just the checklist did you lose electricity yes and how like um, days right nine days oh did you lose water yes did you have gas natural gas or propane coming into the house no what else am I missing? Because there was it, just, it was a it was hard. Do you have a teenage boy in the house? I have a teenage boy. I have twins that are thirteen. Boy couldn't and take a girl shower for nine days. Do you have your grand dog still? No, I do not have okay. the Newfoundland. So, oh. which I was really bummed about because I'm like, dang, that dog could have laid on us and yeah. kept us warm. totally <laughs> snuggle buddy, right? I mean, mm-hmm. at our home, the first night when the ice hit. We had two and a half inches of ice. And the first then, night. The first night. And then when the snow Ooh. hit, we had nine inches of ice. And then the next ice storm that came in, we got an additional three inches of ice on top of that. I have hundred year old oak trees that are just popping and falling all over, like barely missing the roof of my home. Mm-hmm. One hit a window, but mm-hmm. it the window didn't shatter. Wow. It was um it was a little uh intense. interesting and intense, <laughs> but you know. Everybody in the house, my children and myself, totally safe, totally fed. They learned to do boondocking in our home. There, so they yeah. are now yeah. experienced. Now it's an adventure. Now, now you are a certified chef. So I imagine you found a way to get everyone fed. The rest of us at the table, we are certified eaters. <laughs> I can show you my 
card. <laughs> a lot of the a lot of the tools that I know professionally came into play, but mm-hmm. one that was really that was a shocker that helped my neighbors was the food temperature of their frozen food thawing. Ah, uh, yes. And that problem, that window, what's the danger zone? What do we need to do? So they were all like texting me. Yeah. My freezer's done. My food's thawing. What do I need to do? Get it outside in the snow and ice. Like get it. Like That's, we have yes. a freezer outside. Absolutely. It is two degrees outside. Put it out in the snow. You're well, you'll be fine. That's Take a, everything out of your refrigerators and mm-hmm. freezers. Bury them. We went mm-hmm. straight to ice chests, either outside or in the garage, because the garage was frozen as well. Um, so what did everyone actually end up consuming in all this? Anything? We ate really well okay. at my house because we found things in our freezer that we had no idea was there. And we're like, oh. <laughs> or what it was. It was sold. <laughs> you, also had, you also had gas. So and you we could, had gas. That's right. We had power. So you could cook things. So we could cook <laughs> things. And so it was, you know, we kind of rummaged through the bottom. And when, you know, when you don't have much of anything else to do. Mm-hmm. You spend a lot of time thinking about what you're going to eat for dinner. That's true. (laughs) Yes, you do. And also, are we going to have the daylight to prepare that meal? Because Mm. if you hold off a little bit and then you're going by candlelight to try and do a headlamp, it's you have to you have to really think ahead of time, Mm -hmm. schedule something. And like in my home, my kids were not allowed to grab any food without checking with me first right because it was like i had the master list of what we've got and Mm -hmm. i needed to make it stretch so you know we did a ton of quesadillas because i had like pulled pork in the freezer i had roast chicken in the free like all of these cooked meats already because usually i'll take it camping like that's camping night one dinner you know because you don't want to cook you just want to put something together so we were doing quesadillas um i was grilling meat and things like that i mean we were eating steaks we were eating salmon but it was just what i had sure oh that sounds so yummy that was not what we had by the way well but you know what (laughs) i couldn't have my children's favorite food i couldn't make rice and i couldn't make pasta because the water that I had filled in all of the bathtubs, all of the stock pots, all of everything. Mm. That was specifically for drinking. There was no way I was going to cook something that used water. Oh, yes, absolutely. So like, you have to completely mind shift. And my children are pasta and rice eaters. So mm-hmm. they were depressed for nine days. They didn't get anything. <laughs> they didn't get oh, any rice, man. just steak. No, just steak and it, a baked potato. Like, here you go, you know. Wrap the potato and in foil, so throw sad. it in the bottom mm-hmm. with the charcoal. It mm-hmm. worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lindsay, well, how about your kids? How, how'd y'all do? What What did you eat? Um, cliff bars and grapes. Yeah, that's literally all we ate for three days. Yeah, but your kids like grapes, right? And cliff bars. Well, they were in heaven, golden. Because the bars, I buy like the big box at Costco that's like thirty six cliff bars or whatever, and they're they're like treats mm-hmm. for my kids sure they're treats like oh you did awesome you know you can have a cliff bar right you know or eh, i'm really tired and i don't really want to cook so have a cliff bar um been but, there <laughs> been there we all but have. We, i don't we so all they have. don't really eat them very often so i had most of them left and they're in a bowl that sits at the very top of the pantry that they can't reach and so i mean i'm looking around and we all of my appliances are electric, not gas. So we, I had nothing. Mm-hmm. And of course I like needed to go to the store. So, I mean, I had some yogurt that I gave that gave to them on like day one. Cause I was like, well, I don't want it to go bad. And then other than that, I had grapes and we had cliff bars. Yeah. And um, at one point, I think it was the second or no, it was the last night we were there. Um, we all crawled into my bed to all sleep in the same bed. And I brought the grapes, you know, the bag uh-huh. up and like laid in bed and we all ate grapes in bed together, which is such a huge deal because my kids are not allowed to sleep in my bed with me and no one is allowed to put any type of food 
on my bed mm-hmm. or in my bedroom. Like mm-hmm. that's a no. Yeah. So we're all sitting there in the dark with flashlights, eating kids. grapes they in the, the bed. End, end and they just thought, <laughs> no, they thought they had no, I mean, they were just like, it <laughs> sounds pitiful. Cool. Treat. The power's <laughs> out. This is the best thing that's ever happened to us. They're we looking get to for the eat grapes time. in bed. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, right. I mean, eating was, yeah, they're, they're three and five. They don't care. Yeah. They'll eat yeah, whatever. the kids, they did well. I love how naive we were on day one, even right? into day two. We were two. so naive. So day one and day two were like, <laughs> like uh, it'll oh, come shucks. back. Day three <laughs> yeah. through nine. Oh, this isn't fun anymore. This isn't fun. Like, how well, you cold kinda, did your house get? Um, That last night that we stayed was the night that it got the coldest. It was like negative two or whatever. Right. My house only got to like, for like mid 40s ours was 39 degrees for like 18 hours mm-hmm. Dude, old farmhouse yeah mm-hmm. still needs a facelift yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it was it was that night it got that cold yeah. but then when the sun came up that day after i was like oh it's kind of nice so when we left it was like I it mean, was it low went, 50s yeah which is tolerable yeah yeah tolerable yeah on. but yeah. the fourth day of cliff bars i don't know at some point isn't that gonna mess with you my kids are already on the we don't need to see another quesadilla for a long time they're like no mom let's do something different i'll trade you You i got some cliff bars hey they might like those how do they feel about cliff bars? but it was like it was at one point like my kids they don't eat candy so that halloween candy that christmas candy it stays in a huge ziploc bag for like a year i mean they just like and i was at one point when it was really bad and i knew this is going sideways this is not and i am i'm not prepared enough and I just looked at him like, all right, if you need a free food, like something because you're not feeling good because you're just down in the dumps or whatever. I'm like, I'll let you just get into your candy bags. And they yeah. were like, what? That's what yeah. it's for. <laughs> what? That's exactly what yeah. candy is for. Yeah. with yourself. There's peanut in the Reese's, right? <laughs> right. Peanut yeah. butter? There's, okay. there's protein. There's protein. There's <laughs> some sugar. Get your blood sugar up, you know. But mm-hmm. it was like there was a lot of the things that. I normally would not let them have. It would be like a reward system. You know, they did something. Okay, well, you earned it. It was just like, forget it. You woke up this mm-hmm. morning and you're not screaming at me. Have some candy. Like cliff like, bars oh and God. grapes in bed. Yeah. I feel right. like yeah, when you have you kids, it's all just like. The moment. Yeah, it's, it's, I no longer care. Just right? whatever. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, when, when you start feeding yourself and you realize this is the long haul, the highlight of your day becomes food, right? Yes. So that is kind of like the big thing yeah. is what to eat next. So how did the dishes go? Because nobody wanted to use any extra water. Mm. So I have a good supply of paper plates because I teach. So whenever I teach and serve food to yeah. students, I always you know, have paper plates. So I went and I mean, I was raiding all of my teaching equipment, all of that kind of stuff and pulling all those out. So. I mean, I'm still terrified to wash a dish. Like uh-huh. it's like uh-huh. there's that I don't want to waste any water because we have w- empty water tanks all over Texas right now. So it's like, no, we're going to stay with the paper yeah, for a while it's longer. All I'm essential. Not, yeah. Like we can't do our laundry, you know, mm-hmm. in my area where my water district is. Mm-hmm. We're still not allowed mm-hmm. to do it. But so paper's going to stay on for probably another week or so sure. just because it makes me feel good that I'm conserving. So hopefully the tanks fill more. Yeah. Yeah. We also used uh paper plates and and whatnot um, for the same reasons we wash some of the cooking dishes or whatever we definitely wash but we used uh melted snow for that and Mm -hmm. and and soap that's that's what soap does so um you just lower your expectations a little bit yeah and you're fine you know i mean it's not about oh my gosh what kind of a meal am i making a complete meal because no one that i know was making a complete dinner a Cliff complete bars. lunch a complete breakfast like i'm pretty sure one. i've never made a complete meal. like in two or three days put together i haven't made a complete meal but it's like i mean you know it's like okay so you didn't have a salad or you didn't have bread and you didn't have a protein and you didn't have a starch and you didn't have another vegetable mm-hmm. like those were oh. not happening and, and it was almost we don't know what all that is we know you know what that right. is but, but we it, just eat. at one point though it was too much food because mm-hmm. It was really cold. We weren't eating a lot. So it was like, okay, wait, I can start scaling down the meal. Mm-hmm. So I've got an additional meal. Oh, right. okay, good. Okay, well, I can take the two meals from like the leftovers and I can combine those together. Yep. Okay, hey, there's a third meal. All right. So we didn't have to try and thaw stuff. Like 
it right. it created a pattern that worked for me probably by day three. It was like, okay, I've got this system. I know what I'm doing and how I'm going to make it work. Well, it's amazing how conservative we get on what we cook, what we save, the water that we use. Yes. Um, it was it was really quite interesting. We don't have paper plates at my house um, because, I mean, I don't even like having paper towels. They're just mm-hmm. throwaway stuff. Whereas, you know, if you don't have that much to clean up, you just use less resources and everything's reusable isn't that what we're supposed to be doing to conserve so i didn't have paper plates but we ate pretty well because we ate whatever was in the bottom of the freezer um so we just had mounds of dishes mounds and we just piled them up stacked them let them just get bigger 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 and then when it came to cook the a meal when we all said uh we don't have a single pan to cook in anymore we have mm-hmm. to do something we got enough melted snow and it took about a gallon and a half to wash literally almost every dish in my house mm-hmm. it's amazing when you do that and another a trick that a lot of us in the food industry and the catering side whenever we're on a job site that doesn't have water we triple we triple fold aluminum foil and stick it in the pans and we cook with yeah. that. So when we're done, you can just crumple up the aluminum what foil and idea. throw it away. So that didn't kick in my brain until day three. And then it was like, I saw the foil and I went, oh, girl, oh, yeah, you've been doing yeah. for we years. Like, do. you know how to do it. So even all the cast iron pans were getting lined in aluminum foil. Everything was getting, if I was making scrambled eggs, it got lined in aluminum foil too. So I didn't have to wash something. <gasps> oh, you can make scrambled eggs on aluminum foil? If you're really careful in the bowl and you're not using a fork, if you're using a whisk, you can. Yeah. You make cool. Scram- you can yeah. make a fried egg on a sidewalk. That would have in Texas so during the summer. Us. You can bake yeah. cookies in your car. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can cook a pot roast on your transmission. You I mean, you know, like we can keep going. Engine soup. You should never bake cookies. You should eat the raw dough with the eggs and everything. Oh, <laughs> I'm a I'll, I'm a gambler. I do it all the time. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, do. She's I don't a chef. know anybody who's ever gotten sick from eating raw cookie it's, dough. You know what it is? It's the flour. It's really? not necessarily because most of the eggs are pasteurized. It's the flour. Yeah, that's what makes you sick. Like raw flour makes you sick? Uh-huh. So if I just ate like a spoonful of flour, I'd be sick? You could be. I could be. You could be. Because they're, I mean, think about it. When you're when you're using flour, your baking temperature is high. So if there's any bacteria, spores or anything, they actually are killed because mm-hmm. of the heat. But if you're consuming raw, uncooked flour, and if there is a bacteria in it, that's how you get sick. I'm not eating dandelions ever again. Nope. <laughs> I don't know, but so I'm still eating raw cookie dough. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. still eating it on. Clint, what did you guys eat? Um, well, we uh, we had some a fair bit of canned goods, soups and chilies and things like that. And we we had gas. So I could, I could do, <laughs> every night after dinner. No. So we we uh, we were fine on that front. We did the same thing. We raided our freezer. I had, you know, ground meat. I had venison. I had a uh, trout from a trip to Colorado. So we managed and the doorbell never rang, but the door did knock and neighbors were doing the same thing. Yeah. And, and, you know, we ended up with all kinds of stuff just showing up at the door. Yeah. <laughs> so, wow. Neighbors yeah. bringing you food? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. If you share your stuff, they share their stuff. It's the craziest thing. So where I live is out in like a farm community. It's in a horse community. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have chickens out there. Well, Egg the chickens eggs. were totally lame. I mean, they, they yeah. didn't stop. And so it was one of those who needs eggs. I can give you four today, you know, because this is the yeah. extras. And it would just go like house to house to house, you know, the past the eggs. Someone had a really big vegetable garden. They knew everything was going to freeze. So they were like, I'm harvesting everything yes. right now before it's gone. Who needs these vegetables? Um, someone had a goat and it was at that point of it was it's a milking goat. And they went, we can if if you, you know, the kids, if they run out of milk for cereal or stuff like, yeah, we've got and, you know, here's an in. If you want it, you could, you mm-hmm. know, we can do this as best as we can. But Absolutely. that was it was amazing how that community where I live just 
automatically pulled together. And we've got firemen that live there too and a couple constables. Mm -hmm. So they were on the on the watch of all of us who had downed trees and they were like, Don't worry, we've right. got you. We'll bring out the cadets, like we'll we'll help you. Don't mm -hmm. don't worry. But it was we had a lot of check ins. Absolutely. It was it was so reassuring to have that neighbor right. communication when a lot of people don't have that. Sure. And and yet again, I mean, we'll probably cover, we'll definitely cover this later, but door to door, mouth to mouth uh, communication was the only not mouth to mouth. No, no. <laughs> face to face. Face to face. <laughs> face to face communication so with your wife that's mouth to was, mouth. <laughs> was all was all that was working for a lot of the time. So um <laughs> You're not were, recovering. There was no asphyxiation. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I'm gonna drink some coffee. Cut, print, check the gate. Moving on. <laughs> I'm the editor. There will be no cutting of this. <laughs> oh well, I'm glad that uh, we all ate well and took care of each other. Mm, we made, made it, it. through. Mm -hmm. And uh, so what are you eating now that did you, did you like come out of this going, wow, I can't wait till I can eat or get? No, I don't think I felt that way because we had decent stuff in the freezer. Yeah, I didn't feel pantry. that way either. Um, I, I did I mean, think, OK, OK, I'm, I need to go fishing and hunting a little more this year. I hmm. I've held off going to the grocery store. Because I know that there's a lot of people who went through a lot of food. Yeah. I still have stuff. So I'm I'm still holding back. I'm not going because, oh, I can get in my car again because, right. you know, it's, mm -hmm. I oh, I can go to the grocery store, but it's, you know, I really don't want to see the, okay, you can only get two loaves of bread. You know, the yeah. I don't want to mm -hmm. see those signs because I just, I want to go back into the grocery store when it's restocked well, refilled and save let people who need it get it yeah. first that's my that's my thing good news i went by this morning and the truck apparently arrived and i couldn't get to the shelves because there's too many employees stocking them oh that's awesome yeah i mean but that's how it was on monday when yeah. i went monday morning just thinking it would be better mm -hmm. and those poor workers were stocking the shelves so fast and there right. were just people just like waiting, waiting and then just grabbing everything and it was ridiculous. So I, Hawk and I, my son and I played a game where he just like ran around HEB and like everybody with a red shirt, we would just yell, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we good. got so many like, oh, you're welcome, sweetie. And like super, there like, were the people in the bakery and the deli, you know, all the lights were off, but there was half a dozen people in there just they running around like chickens in. with their heads cut off, uh -huh. right? trying to bake enough bread, trying to cut mm -hmm. enough meat. Um, and it was, I mean, I went to the store because Simone needs like special milk and special yogurt and stuff for school. So I had to just get a few things. I didn't get much because I was like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not going to stand in line. I'm not going to do this craziness. Um, there was no water. There was no right eggs the yeah. line to get eggs went all the way down to the frozen food section it's pretty crazy like, i mean uh, i'm good and, like the one thing that you just said that you were going around saying thank you that your kids were we had um a transformer catch on fire where we i mean flames were shooting out of this thing when they tried to bring the power back on and it it was and it was across the street from my house so we were watching it linemen are racing into the development. I mean, they hit the brakes on the truck and the truck slid and went into the ditch. Like they couldn't, they were just flying mm. into here. That's insane. But all of the neighbors, all of us around there, we were, it's freezing cold, but we were all out on our front porches. Thank you so much. Do you need some coffee? I can make you some sandwiches. I've got mm. like, right. I can make you some hot tea. One woman was like, I've got some brownies. Give me a minute. Like, let me. Here's a milk goat. Like, right, literally. Like, here's a chicken. But I mean, here's a chicken. Here's a chicken. And the whole time they were just like, no, 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 just please go inside. Like, I, we know you don't have power and we're fine. Like, we're taking care of, we just want to take care of you guys. And we're like, no, we want to take care of you. You know, like, thank you for being here. So, yeah. Yeah, I live a uh, half mile from the grocery store, so I went in just f for something to do. Because mm. <laughs> you could uh, go, and and you go in, you Clint. say, "Well, if I can find this list, it's uh, like where's Waldo now yeah. at the grocery store?" And you walk in, and there's nothing on the shelves, and and yeah, you see the the sign that says two loaves of bread max, and all that. You're still coming out with the weirdest bread. Uh, <laughs> see, and I haven't gone. I'm like, yeah. I might after there I leave was, here, I just might go to the see, grocery store. See, all I needed was one loaf of gluten free bread. 
All gone. Yeah, the gluten free was, was definitely gone. But there was tons of other breads, but no gluten free bread. Oh. Then, uh, then the eggs were definitely gone, and then the entire wall of dairy was yeah. gone, except for goat milk. And yeah, I'll tell you what, I have no problem. My kids have no problem with goat milk. It goat makes the best ice long. cream. Yeah. Oh my gosh, goat's milk makes the creamiest ice cream in the world. It's yeah. so good. So it's expensive, but yeah. goat milk, you can grow with it. <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> I see what you did there. Oh, no, Kate, no. We don't need two of them. No. All well, right, well, I'm glad we all ate. I'm glad we all survived. I'm glad that they're baking more gluten-free bread to put on the shelves. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. So let's jump over to the things that we probably ought to have in our camping, in our RVs and our camping supplies that we ended up dragging out into our houses in our actual lives to keep us going in this time. So what did you have for camping this, that was a lifesaver or what do you wish you had that would have made things better? Any type of gas at all. <laughs> well, let me tell you about after. No. <laughs> Chili. No. <laughs> no, any type of propane grill. Yeah. And also a propane tank. Yes. But it has to be full. But yeah, like anything. Mm-hmm. Like I really wanted a cup of tea. That's all I wanted when it yeah. was really cold. And there was absolutely no way I was going to get it. No way. Yeah. I mean, like I found like a big lighter. Mm-hmm. So like if I like. <laughs> oh, your thumb will get really hot. You should have seen Kate's face just now. It's so pathetic. It's like, oh, honey. <laughs> you know, I would have done it too. <laughs> That's the, that was this face. Like I could see you trying to heat a mug with a lighter. Uh, like, but it's, it's all I had. It's mm-hmm. all I had because we don't have gas at my house, which I already don't like, but I can't do anything about that. I can give you some tips on what you need to have. I just want that. like a little Coleman grill. I know how to use it. And mm-hmm. that way I can just, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So, so anything along those lines, the the little camping stoves, stoves fantastic. Yeah. Or it's something along the lines of what backpackers carry, which is a really small fuel cell. Yeah, they're like called solo can. stoves. Those things are great. Mm-hmm. They really are good. And they're so inexpensive. Well, in the, you in, know, those little oh, that's camp the thing stoves where it's, are uh-huh. inexpensive. You just put the pot on top of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. if you're smart, you can get sternos. Mm-hmm. And if you have sternos, you can position them like over you can put them on the ground. It's best to use a sterno outside. Don't ever use it inside, especially in a catastrophe a like this. Open a window, you know, unfortunately, but take it outside. If you can put a bunch of rocks around it mm-hmm. or bricks around it, put yep. your sterno can there and then you can put your pan, like throw a barbecue grill on it or uh-huh. another couple stones or whatever. So you can get your pan above it and it's it will cook just like a gas stove. They're really inexpensive. And huh. you your lighter would come into use. It's a gel <laughs> fuel that you just pop the top mm-hmm. and then you light it. And you've got like five hours yes. of heat yeah. in that cool. little can. We have an entire yeah. case in the kitchen. Oh yeah, I remember yeah. seeing it. We have a case of Sterno here. You could have just come over here and got some Sterno. If you yeah, just, I could have come over here and gotten my camper, which has propane in it. That's what everybody kept saying. Why didn't How you just... many of us got told that, oh, just get in your camper? Okay. No. Not the same. No. So why can't you just go get in your camper when it's well, seven degrees? I couldn't because I couldn't get here. Well, first, our batteries are going to die no matter what. That cold's going to suck all the power mm. out of it. And yeah. we need that power to start our heaters. And then we've all what... I know on my Airstream, I have two 30-pound tanks. Mm-hmm. Most trailers have five-pounders. They're not that big. You can blow through that in a couple hours with a heater in freezing weather. So you've just completely depleted a fuel source to cook with. And another thing that you and I talked about before we recorded is you get below a certain point. And oh, number one, those propane yep. tanks become less efficient especially if they're low and the regulator will flat out freeze. Which mine did. won't pass the propane anyways. Yeah. Yeah. That, and it happened. I had a propane tank on my vintage trailer that was fine because mm-hmm. air was circulating. Mm-hmm. But the other one, because I'd been cooking on it, was sitting on the cement floor yeah. of my uninsulated barn and it yeah. froze up and there was nothing I could do. But I mean, that was five pounds of yeah. propane that was just sitting there and couldn't use it. There was nothing I could do. Yeah. So, so I'm wondering if, if you had some extra hand warmers or foot warmers, if you could cracked one of those and set it on top of the regulator if that would have been just enough huh i don't want to go through it again to find out okay 
Well, that would be, the, I mean, those are always good to have in your camping yeah, gear. Right. right? And I was totally using hand them. warmers. Yeah. Yep. Flashlights. I have 15,000 in my house. Did you know you had them before oh, yeah. this? Because yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like f- digging things out and like flashlight here, flashlight there, oh, flashlight yeah. everywhere. No, every drawer in my house has at least one flashlight. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Hmm. It's pretty crazy. We, we have some. But, flashlights? But Amazon's bringing me a lot more. There you go. We have flashlights everywhere, but some of them are almost as old as I am, and they're not these bright flashlights that you get now. Right. Oh. And so they're, they're really like the dim yellow, dim yellow yeah. and I'm like, okay, well, this would get me to the bathroom maybe in a really dark campground. Because we can't but, use our cell phone lights because we have no power and there's not a way to charge our cell phone. So you don't want to use. You don't I have am power, not wasting my battery power on a flashlight. Right. No that's way, right. Jose. <laughs> that's right. So I don't know. New bright LED yeah. flashlights are well, the ticket. Well, what was that one that was here when we were sitting out there and we were talking about it? You sell one. That's the Nebo. Nebo. Mm-hmm. We that, sell all kinds of cool that flashlights. That saved me when it. Yep. When I didn't realize that it was time to start oh, cooking. and the one that has and a power I, bank built in? That one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, yeah. that was the one that I would take outside if I was grilling something because it totally illuminated yes. the entire area. It's it like was 120 great. degree of the exact same even lighting. It was great. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it totally covered my grill and the table next to it. So I was I knew what I was it's cooking. It's magnetic. In. So if you have something nearby, you could position it any yep. way you wanted so, to. Thank yeah. you for that sale. Well, really good <laughs> flashlights, I think, is is something that you should have in your camper and in your house mm-hmm. instead of the cheap ones. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did you find any of those flashlights, the old ones, when you found them? You checked the batteries, they're all corroded and oh, they yeah. didn't work. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And a million of those little teeny tiny ones that are kind of giveaways. Yeah, the cheapos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it's mm-hmm. like, well, it kind of lights up, but then you're like... This is not helpful. Yeah. Right. You know, why do I even fill up a drawer with this? Mm-hmm. My husband was one of those. I mean, he was in the military and he was an EMT. So he had a lot of stuff every six months when he, he had to change all of the batteries and the smoke detectors in the house. He'd grab every single flashlight, dump all those batteries and put new, like that was yeah. that. Happened. That was the routine. That was the routine. And, yep. mm-hmm. you know, I've got to remember that's my routine now. So I've got to remember that and have that going of. You need to have batteries yeah. to have a flashlight because yeah. they're going to go out. You know, um, something that we talked about last week, so I won't really dive in too much, but uh, but some form of water filtration is good to have on hand in your camping gear, but it sure would have helped us as well. I used my Brita water filter because uh-huh. I would be boiling the water, mm-hmm. you know, because we just got lifted in my area and it was I would boil it at night after mm-hmm. I cooked dinner. It would cool down. In the morning, I'd pour it through the Brita filter, and then I'd fill this big camping dispenser that I had with water. Right. And that's that was what I was doing. Sure. Handling mm. it that way. Brita or the Life Straws or any of those mm-hmm. products like that. Yep. Um, just good to have on hand. Well, like we talked about last week, I, I want a Berkey more than ever now. Mm-hmm. Because it's so easy. You just, we could have shoveled snow in the top of it yeah. and had a gallon of drinking water. You could have. Super easy. Mm-hmm. Super easy, and it takes out all the impurities, a lot more. I mean, boiling it kills the bacteria and viruses, and then you can put it through Brita, which is going to take any chlorine or really right. basic big stuff out of it. I just wanted the little floaty but, bits out. Yeah, like that was, the pieces I, I, out. I needed the, the little yeah. floaty bits out. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it sure made me think about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, we mentioned power banks. I uh, yeah. I had some charged power banks and they kept my phones going the whole time. And then I got, got one for Christmas from Brent over in the sales office that had a little solar charger built into it. So it charged up yeah. in the sun when, it, when there was sunlight. I had that Duracell Power Pro pack. It looks, I mean, it. it's almost like two... It's the size of like two women's purses put together yeah. and it's got jumper cables on it. It's got a light. Mm-hmm. You can plug in USBs to it and it's mm-hmm. solar, but it also has a cord. If there's power, you can plug it into it and it'll right. charge the battery. Right. So and it's just a giant battery. It is. It's a giant hookup. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I was able to hook up my very small little heater in it upstairs in my kid's bedroom because mm-hmm. I moved them into one bedroom to conserve and just keep right. them in there because two stinky bodies are better in one room than two rooms well, to and, me. And also body, <laughs> body, yeah, heat. body heat. You have right? the, the little bitty heater running. Right. You're just doing like, I mean, right yeah. So that was going there. But then when it went down. 
if it wasn't a sunny day here, if it was a cloudy day, oh, forget it. It wouldn't charge back up again. So, you know, that's where extra pieces of equipment, you know, like generators that Mm -hmm. would actually roll over, not like mine did. Yeah. Let's talk about that here when we get to the generators, because it's on the Mm. list. What about candles? Did y'all pull out candles? Yep. Yeah, I had fun with my kids and candles up in the bathroom because that's where I keep like the giant. Did thing, you stick the their fingers in the wax? No, Did you let them do but that? But I should have. You Dang should it. have. Okay, explain this to me because I don't get it and I've never done it. <laughs> what do you mean? You've never stuck your finger in hot wax and then let it like, like you peel dry it around off your and then you look at your finger and you peel it like off. It's fun. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the oh the Crisco candle. The yes. I'll, yeah. No. Like no, we just. Him, talk about I that mean, one. we just lit candle like all the tea lights and. It was just really fun to like show them like, okay, let's go into this closet and shut the door and it's mm-hmm. really, really dark. And then I would light the candle and be like, see, and so now you can see. And yeah. so then we talked about when we went to those caves, like, mm-hmm. so remember when we went in the cave, this is how people saw because there was no lights down there. And, mm-hmm. you know, my kids are like, oh, this is so cool. But I don't really think Like, let's understood. do shadow puppets. Yeah, let's figure yeah. this out. So that was fun. Okay, you had a warning on the candle topic. I, I made the mistake. Well, I didn't make the mistake, but admit, it ended it, up being a mistake. The first um, step is to admit it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, so I'm doing it. Um, <laughs> I had been given a bunch of candles from Bath and Body Works for Christmas presents, like in these gift baskets and everything. And I'm not I'm not a candle person in my house. I never really have been. So they were just kind of like, all right, just tuck it away in case if the power ever goes out. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have it. However... Those were quite fragrant. Yeah. And at one point in time, you develop a very bad headache. You're very cold anyways. So the headache is just getting more intense. But just like Clint and I were saying, well, maybe if it was a citrus one, you might start craving some oranges and then you might start craving something else. Like there's those little hints of scent mm-hmm. and it can bring on hunger. Yeah. It can do that. But I mean, we noticed that that smell was just in our, I mean, like there was a berry one, there was a right. citrus one, yeah, there was a clean linen Ooh, one, and it was like, them all. like, oh and God. So, so in one sense, it's overwhelming and causing you just maybe illness problems. Another sense, it might be driving your hunger when you're trying to conserve food resources. Right. Oh yeah, you put yeah. a sugar cookie candle right. going you're and in trouble. I'm hungry, yeah. right? Instantly. I guarantee Instantly. you someone in my neighborhood burned a chocolate smelling candle and I, there's no more chocolate in my house. It's all my fault. Right. <laughs> Right. I totally believe. So, I mean, like I would say if you were going to invest in something, you need to make certain that they are unscented candles because it was nuts. And I had to have the candles on because I needed the light for a couple more hours. And it was, oh, my gosh, am I going to open up the window when it's two degrees outside just to get this smell out? No. Yeah. And I don't know save the, the heat. Yeah. And I don't know the details, but I know that uh, standard candle wax, when you burn it, puts something in the air mm-hmm. that's Absolutely. really yes. not good for you. Sure. Yes. So that's why people always recommend soy candles yes. because they don't fill the air with some type of uh toxic leftover that really makes you feel it's almost bad like and creosote you a in a way that gets left like yeah. from a barbecue it's like there there are micro particles of that that are in the air it's yeah oil, and if everything's and if everything's closed up for a long time even a day and you're burning lots of candles i mean wouldn't it be worth getting the soy candles right that are unscented and soy is supposed to burn a long time right it mm, does and then there were a lot of people who were caught off guard who didn't have candles and um, one tried and true, I have been doing it for years and I have a couple backup in my camper. I get the small little pint mason jars with the, with the lids. I fill it with Crisco and then take a birthday candle and I shove it down the center with just a little bit of the wick sticking out and I light it. That will burn for like six hours. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So that's something that you can make at your home and have it ready to roll mm-hmm. if you ever need that. And my suggestion is go buy the ball ones. They are very heat, like they can handle heat. They can also handle cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they won't crack. And they come in a really great cardboard box with a great, you know, plastic seal over it. Just slid it down the middle, pull each one out, fill them, do it, and put them right back into that container and then put it into like a tote or something in your home or in right. your trailer. And then you've got light. It's right there for you. Sure. And as it burns down, 
down, that flame is down inside. So you don't have to worry about a flame that's jumping out the top of of a candle or anything there like you that. Go. There so, you go. Yeah. What about what about Crisco, though? Won't it go bad if it's in there for a year and yeah. you don't burn? Them? You can put it in the freezer. Well, is it going to is it still going to do the job of yes. the candle job, even if it's rancid? It will. Because it's an oil still, mm-hmm. and that oil will burn. But mm-hmm. if you want to preserve it, if you want, you can put it in your refrigerator or in your freezer. Like, I keep a lot of Crisco in my refrigerator yeah. for whenever I'm making biscuits, so it's always cold. I don't have to worry about it. And that can stay in there for a year. So, I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there. This circling back. Don't let it be. Use Crisco. Don't use bacon grease, because you will once again be hungry. And you will have a fire. Yes. A big fire on your hand if you use fat dripping. Too warm, too fast. Right. Because like I almost ran out of fire starters for my barbecue, but I remembered, oh, wait, I hold my baking grease in the refrigerator that is now totally thawing. But I got that out and kind of spread it on a Mm -hmm. piece of oak wood and it lit right up for me. So it was perfect. Yeah, yeah. Made me a little bit more hungry, though. And if (laughs) and if you if you just want to go the I got a little bit of coin in my pocket and, and whatever, you can buy you know survival candles or whatever and they'll last we have one at my house is a hundred hour candle yeah wow. it's fantastic and it i mean it's is it a big. special kind of wax how do they do that i have no idea but <laughs> we don't know but I bought it if you put the word survival on it <laughs> that's right any prepper will do. pay twice as much um not only that um i don't know did you, any of y'all pull out the old storm lanterns it has the the kerosene in the bottom i don't have anything? those no I have had them up until last year when I finally Oh, your did timing is a little them. bit off. Yeah, except for that, <laughs> that oil does go bad. Mm-hmm. And it was so old in there that it was not liquid anymore and it had kind of oh. little Ooh. chunky stuff in it. I have it. never seen that before. I had never yeah, either. Didn't they come to, from grandma's house? Well, they did, but I've refilled them over the years. They have come great grandma's house if it were <laughs> Well, yeah, they, well, you know, she was, yeah. So, uh the i have actually drained that and there isn't a good way to uh get rid of it Uh and they recommend you just burn it Mm -hmm. so i've tried burning that the lamp had gotten so that the top didn't fit on it Mm -hmm. very good it was just not working well okay so i got rid of all of that and now i went out there and sitting on the desk is the pieces of that lamp just sitting there with no oil mocking Mm. you just laughing at me, <laughs> laughing at me. Oh, no. Okay, so if let's go ahead and move ahead. In, in light of those filters, I actually put down a bullet point for coffee filters. Yes. Why? Because you can filter water just straight up oh. with those things. You can make your own coffee pods out of those. You can make your own yeah. tea bags if you have loose tea. Um, you can obviously filter mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You can use them to wash. They take up almost like, no they space. They take up almost no That's space. They're really cheap. Yeah. That's true. And so we were using coffee filters exactly for that, particularly for for water straining out. When parents run out of um, um, baby wipes Mm -hmm. to clean your child, you Mm -hmm. can use coffee filters. It's another thing that you know. It's I mean, it's you start thinking outside the box. That's what I did. I had Everett, and I used coffee filters and bacon bacon grease. There you go. (laughs) He smelled good. Yes, he did. He's adorable. Uh, little pudding. <laughs> Slippery little guy. <laughs> Always. <laughs> um, the next thing that I had on my list is, it, and keep these things charged, but walkie-talkies. That How many was times? genius when you said that. I never thought of that. I mean, I never thought. And of I know that we played with these like crazy growing up and whatnot, but they kind of didn't do anything for me for years, but they're fantastic in this respect because our phone stopped working. Like I, I had trouble making phone calls or receiving phone calls. Mm-hmm. I could not get texts for too. the most part. Yeah. yeah, data wouldn't let me check the nope. weather. Nothing. So just walking around the house to check on things, my wife didn't know if I slipped and fell. Ah, uh, right. yeah, yeah, and, <laughs> and yeah, you're wearing a knee brace today because of a slip and fall. I would, yep. we would, we would check on our neighbors, but someone was at home with the kids. And the cell phones were not working. Yeah. And I went and helped a 90-year-old neighbor across the street get snow off of his driveway. Walkie-talkie. My kids had no idea that I was on the ground, out at our barn for like 20 minutes. I could not get, I seriously thought I had broken my leg. Mm -hmm. But if I would have had a walkie-talkie with me, and they would have had the other one, they would have known that I got hurt. And I mean, it would have... 
it would have helped and it would have it would have been a lot better but yeah slip and falls in this kind of what you cannot go outside alone i mean mm-hmm. i just went to go grab the gallon of milk like that's all i went out there and just ate it and now mm-hmm. i've got to have knee surgery because of it so Ooh. like it's i'm not happy <laughs> that is that is not something that you ever expect though we always expect our cell phones to work right i, I was i would never have thought that we couldn't get data we couldn't get phone calls to go through but Uh, now we know internet's down like forever cell towers are not working Mm -hmm. Uh, that was really what sent me to the edge of okay guys yeah we're pioneers now that's right this is a whole nother level i I couldn't get news i couldn't check the weather i i was pretty certain i was going to die of dysentery (laughs) oregon trail (laughs) that's right right Mm-hmm. In the past with everybody and That's the broken right. wheel. Was, I'm with you on that one. Concerned. My kids were playing that video game during this. I'm like, what are <laughs> what? you doing? You people are sick. <laughs> get that off. <laughs> well, we had electricity, so we had television, but you couldn't get channels. Ah. Oh, because of the satellites were all Satellites were down. And like, yeah. I'm on an internet tower to where mm-hmm. my internet is. Well, we couldn't get it because there was so much ice all over the dish to yeah. do like we couldn't get tv because yep. of that so mm-hmm. yep and then they you're who knows what that satellite looks like on our roof uh, so yeah so anyway yeah, in light of us not being able to get data to check the weather weather radios yeah <gasps> i i have one of these in wow. my, in my kit and it's a little hand crank little thing and it charges the battery on the side because that was besides not being able to to check in with my family and friends who are dealing with this mm-hmm. because of data data would not allow the weather apps to work to work weather radio yeah Lindsay, you have a weather radio don't you no no i thought you did at one time nope no nope. <laughs> i don't know i dreamed it i don't really know what a weather radio is so if i have one maybe i just don't know what it is <laughs> maybe i'm obviously thinking of we'll find else. one to put in the show notes for you there they're you pretty cool they're just little boxes and you just crank it up to give mm-hmm. it a little power mm-hmm. and it's always on it always works tuned to a uh-huh. to a frequency that always is like always weather Yep. It's just constant Probably something weather. Mark had. It, it sounds like it sounds like a computer reading it to, right. you, to you, but at least you know what's yeah. coming. So cool. uh, weather radio, absolutely. Yep. You know that's something that every trailer ought to have. I think so. They don't take up that much space. No. And it's so, and there's just yeah. We all ought to have I don't a weather pack radio. More stuff. I know. I will now. I'm tr- trust me. I'm like making the next Amazon list. That's going like okay. I need this. Yeah. Isn't that this, so funny? How like we we don't prepare until like you have to go through something in order to prepare for it right very human yeah yeah we are very human like Mm -hmm. i will always remember the story of my sister getting a removable like radio stereo in your car remember when you had to remove that because hers got stolen and i remember being younger and thinking like well that's just silly well what are the odds of it getting stolen again? You didn't do that until it got stolen. Why didn't you do that before it got stolen? Oh, and she thing. was like, because you don't think about it until it happens. Right. And then once it happens, then you're like, well, I don't want this to happen again. Mm-hmm. So right. yeah. it's just so funny. Why you know, can't we just be ready the first time? Kate, you actually have a list that you brought in with you and I'm just trampling all over. This you. is everything that I use because we, cause, I mean, we when this started to ease up and we got some communication back you and i were talking like oh we've got to create like what list are you using Mm -hmm. what are you doing but Mm -hmm. for me um since i am a cook those coleman outdoor stoves the camp chef ones the oven with the two burners on top those work on the green bottles like the coleman green bottles and they also have the adapter for your big propane tank those are a must you must have one of those in your camp kit that will Mm -hmm. also work and rolling your house but yeah. since and have fuel have, have the fuel. fuel and this is some i because i wasn't cooking and teaching classes this past year mm-hmm. i didn't have as many of those green bottles so that was a moment right. because when i couldn't charge that power pack to turn on a heater upstairs in my kids room i was using a buddy heater yes and but that still needs a coleman it does so i mean it was like an hour on four hours off an Mm -hmm. hour on it was i regimented of how it went but um in the catering world think about whenever you know you go to a buffet think about breakfast and those omelet bars you know those little bitty stoves that each one of those chefs are cooking on 
You can buy them on Amazon. They're inexpensive. They're about twenty dollars. Buy them at HEB, right? Mm-hmm. If you can find one. Well, not right now. Yeah, right. not now. Right. And they take butane canisters. It looks like a hairspray mm-hmm. canister. Get one of those. It it will save you. But the trick with those is, is you never cook your food on high on those because it's burning a lot of fuel. Okay. Keep it at the medium, medium low. It's it'll just be better. You'll save um, your butane that sure. way. But that's important. Making certain that your propane tanks are full, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not on a frozen ground. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then, you know, the one thing that I really have is I have a stockpile of hardwood for my smokers, for my grills and everything that everybody should have a barbecue of some kind that takes a fuel source, charcoal or hardwood, mm-hmm. because it can work as an outdoor oven and it, i mean and i'm even talking like the little bitty tiny like 18 inch weber that's fun i was right. using that one more than my big 32 inch because i didn't have to put as much fuel in right. there right. and one pot could go over it and it would the, it fit the, the flame, situation it better fit the exact situation mm-hmm. perfectly so invest in one of those um and make sure that you always have a bag of charcoal and some hardwood with you yeah. it's really important even if it's just a bag of chunks yeah that'll was, burn and it it'll get nice and hot for you where you can cook food you can boil water you can mm-hmm. do all of that i was so. eyeing my mom's uh, antique furniture oh just, god just hack it up and i don't want to deal with that in a few years anyways oh my gosh and I, I that's, <laughs> that's hardwood. You're so funny. That is hardwood. You're so funny. But it's like f- empty five gallon buckets. Those are important because yes, all of buckets. us had found, I mean, whatever container we all had in our garages, we were just throwing stuff on the floor and running yeah, right. those containers to catch the dripping ice and snow right. from our roof lines. Buckets and bowls. Yep. Buckets and bowls. It's the most important thing. You should have a really big stock pot too. And in a moment's notice, you should know how fast it takes you to sanitize and clean your bathtub. Mm -hmm. Because if you have to fill it, there's a trick in the food industry. We always add bleach to the rinse water. It's required with health and safety. That's part of it. Some of the automatic dishwashers already do it. But if not, that's what is a is a bin in there. So I knew that my bathtub held 100 gallons of water when I filled it when we needed to. So every other day I was adding two teaspoons of bleach to that water, mm-hmm. mixing it around, letting it sit for that 30 to 45 mm-hmm. minutes. And then it was fine to drink, right. eat, cook with like, it was fine, but you have to keep that up. You can't just keep water in a container. Bacteria is going to grow. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you always need to have bleach and you need to but know what the ratio is. You got to know it's that ratio. Very we important. talked about that. Otherwise, you'll clean yourself too. Yes, you will. Yeah. Inside out. Yes, you will. When and did we talk about that? Was that Friday Noon Live? It, well, it may have been. No, that was our last podcast when we uh, talked about water purification. Yeah. Oh, it all, it's okay. really important <laughs> to do that and not forget that. I think that for food safety at home, if this happens, if you have a freezer that's full of food, you also need to have ice packs in between that food. Mm-hmm. So just in case when the power goes down, you have ice packs that are also trying to keep everything cold. So right. you have like a little bit of an insurance policy. Um, yeah, margin of error there. Right. And mm-hmm. a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, you know, the power still isn't back. Or it was the come on for an hour, off for four hours, on for an hour, off for four hours. Because there was the rolling blackouts mm-hmm. that we had too. And some of us just never came back on. So I was like, if you still have condiments and your refrigerator is cool, go get bowls and go scoop the ice and scoop the snow and just put it in your refrigerator. Mm-hmm. So you have that in there. It's cold. You yeah. can start packing it into your freezers mm-hmm. as it's there. That was a great thing. Um, it's always easier to maintain cold if you want cold or yes. to maintain heat if you want heat, if you've already got it there. Right. So it's the same thing with the refrigerator. A stocked refrigerator will stay cold longer. Yes, it will. In a power outage. Just like in camping, cool down your food first, right. then into the refrigerator. Your refrigerator will get cooler first. Mm-hmm. Like that's just how it rolls. Mm-hmm. So, you know, doing that. And then I ended up pulling a lot of the everyday stuff that I would be using to cook with. And that went out on the island like it was a prep counter. So I didn't have to go digging through things. A lot of food came out of the pantry and went onto the counters and stuff. But, you know, ice blocks are important and you all should have them. Yeah, absolutely. Good, good. Um, I'm going to flip over here. Some tools that I either went straight for. In this uh, in this event, or wanted uh, shovels, 
Shovels are better for getting snow into buckets and bins than hands. Yes. This I learned. <laughs> yes. That's where the hand warmers come in. <laughs> yes. Yes. And kids like shovels, too. They are better. They're more efficient than their little hands. Yes. So uh, shovels, saws, uh, you know, things were breaking. Very much and so. And falling on, on houses and fences and whatnot. Hammers uh, for various things. But one of the things was there were places where ice did not need to be. And I wanted to break ice off of. Yeah. Um, for safety's sake or for pipe's sake, wrenches and pliers, same sort of thing. Uh, we we needed to make sure some things kept moving. Valves, uh, spigots and things like that. Buckets is here. Rope, paracord. That was uh, that's one of those things that came up just here and there. It helped you to tie covers down, tarps or whatever if you needed to. Uh, it helped you to hang stuff up inside your house to dry. Because it we also couldn't dry helped things. to hang a flashlight. Like yes. we, we were hanging flashlights with... I mean, I was busting into my husband's old military kit yeah. from years ago. And I was like, yeah. and at one point I actually saw there were MREs sitting in there. And mm -hmm. I went, I wonder what the expiration date is on those things. And I looked, I was like, wow, we're still within the time zone. That's of right. this. like, oh, never. I don't know if I can do they that. They never expire. Haven't you seen that guy on YouTube who eats MREs oh, from like, I was like, this, this is going to be the, the 50s. Yeah. This is just before we enter the Oregon Trail. Yeah. Before I bust mm, into that's this right. stuff. Like, that's no, right. We'll mm, grab the MREs. No. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And I got to say, once again, uh, jumping outside of tools into the clothing, my rubber boots. Yes. I love them. Like when I wear them out, I'm going to bronze them. They really saved my feet when the like the puddles mm -hmm. that when we started walking through and just like mm -hmm. it was easier. See, Simone, yeah. of course, she always wears her rubber boots and she was the one that couldn't walk on the ice. Because rubber boots are not good for walking on ice. Yeah, they're great for snow. Right. But um, so I actually have in my wish list on Amazon is some of those cleats that you can strap onto your shoes because of how much ice we had. They're not That's, that expensive. I'm going to have some cleats. I didn't in my know that kit. was a thing. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, they're they like crampon, strap on crampons, kind of like the the ones that like the mountain climbers use. Yeah, that you can they like look do something like yeah. that. They either strap on or they have like a spring that just goes over your toe and around. That would have saved me from yeah. falling. It, all it is is yeah. cleats that just go onto totally. any shoe or boot. And cool, they're in my list now. Uh, certainly, gloves and things like that. Generators. Ugh. I I'm probably getting a generator pretty soon, and here I was out just wanting one use with my trailer i don't i don't just want a generator now it's gonna happen <laughs> well how about the other side when you have them mm -hmm. but they won't start what did you do kate what did you do <sighs> i did you talk bad to them they didn't want to start for you at one point man i was talking bad to them <laughs> <laughs> that was after they like, wouldn't that was start. after they went i have two yamaha ef2000s which are great generators they're great because we can piggy tail them like piggy pigtail them together Pig, join them together piggyback. whatever piggyback them that's the word i'm like <laughs> i don't have any words but we could power our 30 amp trailer run the ac everything Absolutely. it was great however though i don't remember when my husband serviced them last uh-huh so we with some neighbor's help we realized okay it's the spark plug mm -hmm. it's not the oil you have full fuel and reminding everybody that if you have fuel cans you need to put stabilizer in that because mm -hmm. that is a very important thing for small engines standard fuel out of the pump without a stabilizer that deals with the ethanol that stuff's mm -hmm. bad for small engines in particular. Horrible. Yes. Horrible. No idea so, what you guys are talking about. Putting state like the reason that lawnmowers fail. Nowadays is is because of the ethanol and the fuel that we're using now. It has it has corn in it and they don't like corn. No. It so goes you put bad. in this, it goes put bad in this product after a while. and it breaks that part down. So, so you it have to put gas and other stuff into it. Stabilizer, yep. For small in engines. In your gas yes. cans and things. Unless you can find a place, and they're rare, but they're out there, that, that has ethanol-free gasoline. Or if you go get jet fuel. Or if you get... Go, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. if you go to the mm -hmm. airport, they'll sell it to you. Uh -huh. I'll just pay someone to mow my lawn. It's fine. Right. Yeah. Well, so, so, I mean, with mine, I had two generators. I had 20 gallons of fuel in my barn, and I wouldn't roll over. But I don't have... With, with that generator... Every six months, you need to turn them on, service them. Mm -hmm. Every hundred hours that they run, you need to empty the oil, clean the air filter, drain the fuel if check you can. Check spark plug. Check the spark plug and then clean off the spark arrestor oh, in the back of it. It's a good time to replace that air filter. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, I mean, I couldn't get them rolled over. I mean, 
tears of frustration that yeah, these things because they would could have not, saved you. They could have compl- <laughs> I could have plugged one into the refrigerator, and I could have. And to piggyback on that generator, getting an extension cord that has the multiple sockets on the top of uh, it, so uh. you, if you got your generator going, every single room could pretty much have you know, a heat source in it or a light mm-hmm. source in it, or you could be charging your cell phones or things like that. That was something, I mean, I had everything. I had the <laughs> extension cord. Yeah. I had all the stuff. Couldn't get them rolled over. Anymore. Right. And and it's not for not having the stuff. And this is, what, this is a point for anything that you're going to add to your kit for your RV that could save you at your house. If you have the stuff, that does not make you a master of your stuff. You have to maintain it. Yes. Any of it. Like, like we talked about with the flashlights. I have flashlights. Some of them are completely useless because I left old batteries in them and they corroded. Mm-hmm. And even new batteries won't bring that flashlight back. And, you know, generators feel really scary to a lot of people. Like, Lindsay, it's like, whatever. Yeah, I'm good. You know? <laughs> but generators, there's nothing hard about them. No. You know, nothing at all. You just put fuel in them. It's a little bottle of stabilizer. You just put, you know, I don't know, a tablespoon in. It's yeah, not a lot. It's nothing. Just a, a few drips in there yeah. so that the gas doesn't get old. If you and are, then it's good yeah. to go. And if you're really, you're like, you know, I don't want to think about it and I'm okay with paying mm-hmm. the convenience fee. Then they have premixed fuel. At, they do at auto parts stores, at, at Home Depots and Lowe's. Yeah. It, there's premixed. So, so if you're like, I don't want to think about it. I'm okay with the convenience fee. Have some of that on hand. Yeah, it's just nothing that we think about when winter's coming on. Hey, I got to get my generator serviced so it's ready in case I get a cold. Certainly snap. not here. We I mean, we're not all used of to these this. things. We just don't plan for winter storms, but. I bet it's kind of like people who were born uh, years ago and lived through the Depression. Mm-hmm. They never got over the idea that they could be without again. Well, yeah, like my uh, my grandparents. I mean, you after when you clean out the house after they pass and whatever, you find a drawer full of re- just sheets of aluminum foil, like you're talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. They washed it flattened it back out, put in a drawer to reuse sheets of aluminum foil. Oh, yeah. My grandma always had saved the twisty ties yes. and yeah. the milk caps. Yeah. And I remember asking you at one point, like, what would you possibly do with milk caps? And you, you could were turn like, them in. And you were like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> they are. It's, it's what they did. Yeah. You save everything. Yeah. My aunt used to reuse Kleenex. Oh. oh. Mm-hmm. And when I finally, I mean, I was a young child when, and she was, I think, my great aunt. And it was I just just so far past horrifying to me. Um, and she would keep them tucked in her sweater uh-huh. sleeve. Right. And when I asked my mother, what the heck is she doing? She said, just leave her alone. It's her thing. She <laughs> can't stand to waste anything. And she opened them up and laid them out to dry on her nightstand. And and that's when I knew how crazy this could get. Right. And you know what? It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. So, y'all, don't get that far over the edge. Well, I don't think what we went through is comparable I do, to I the Great Depression. I, I do not. I don't I do think not. the Great Depression, but I will say at one point in time, there were many people who could not melt snow to flush their toilets because the lines froze too. Yeah. So what are you going to do? Like, yeah. you, you have kids, you have you, what are you going to do? Yeah. And it's that trash bag and kitty litter. All campers know this mm-hmm. kind of a thing. And you have to... You should have a 25 pound box of kitty litter because guess what? Even if your truck or your car got stuck in the snow, you can take that and put it around the tires yep. just to get some traction to mm-hmm. get us out. Things like that. And yep. you, you know, you just got to do what you got to do. But that is one way of saving everybody's health and yes. wellness is by knowing what to do right and yeah. the, you know kitty litter is good for a million things yeah so probably everybody should have a bag of kitty litter yeah. but we don't do you oh you've got a I cat. have a cat and I you have a cat have a, you have a cat yeah. we don't have a cat but i mean maybe you should get one a, yeah <laughs> <laughs> people have keep leaving them but we force them to take them away <laughs> but uh yeah a, a bag of kitty litter is so useful so this sounds like a ton of stuff but it would fit in a very small space in the corner of your garage Mm -hmm. and probably fill two tubs and you would be ready to fly for your winter 
you know. Catastrophe. Yes. The winter rescue tubs. Can we make a list and put all of this in the show notes sure. with links? Yeah. And, sure. and we'll give you our must-have list yeah. because we've done a little rambling here. Right. And I saw a bullet point in just passing quickly. I saw a bullet point on your list, Kate, was a uh, uh, well-prepared first aid kit. Yes. Have that. Yep. Yes. And, and yes. those have expiring components. Check on that. You know? Right. Or or have a two-year-old. You'll go right through all the band-aids. Band-aids. Yeah. <laughs> Band-aids. Well, we all live through it, and I think we are smarter for it. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I learned a lot. Next fall, uh, I'm stocking up for the next year's camping season, because if I prep for that, then, then you're good to great. go at your house. Right. Exactly. Yes. Well, everybody ought to have a generator, and we are all experienced campers. We know that, but we didn't have them, did we? Mm. Except for Kate, and hers didn't run. And well, mine didn't run. Uh, yeah. The one, the one I had in my garage, I brought back to Princess Craft the day before. That's true. <laughs> oh, yes. You did have one that you returned. Oh, see, oh, so we were in the same that's boat. hilarious. <laughs> the things we have learned. <laughs> Take care of ourselves. And, and we have so many employees here in the same boat. Yes. What they would have done for a generator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was cold. And then we couldn't get to them. Yeah. And then when you could, yep. they were gone. Yeah. Yeah. We have a propane filling station here. Yeah. But I, nobody could get here. I kept thinking, yeah, all these people with no heat, we could just, you know, get all these trailers going, maybe put some of them inside. Uh, I... We we couldn't get here, and they couldn't get here. How do we get yeah. them here? Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it was uh, man, creative. tough times, and here we are. We all got creative. We did. All right. Well, we were just signaled by one of my battery-powered lights going out. That this is the time to end the show. We would like once again to thank you for listening and joining us. And we would like to thank you ahead of time for going over and checking out our sponsor, Truck Camper Magazine. Not only do they have all the information, all the fun stories and the stuff, but also they have stories of people who camp in the Arctic Circle with a truck camper. Seems like that would be appropriate for learning how to do this sort of thing. Yeah, they have so many cool stories. And the best part, it's free. You just sign up for their magazine. It comes to you in your email. Uh It doesn't cost a thing. You get to see all these cool adventures. The stories are the best. They really are. So, Mm truckcampermagazine.com. Check it out. Yep. And again, our show notes are at rvsmalltalk.com. Join us on the community page on Facebook. That's RV Small Talk Community Group. We are trying to ramp things up. We have a YouTube channel and whatnot. So join us wherever and share your adventures, share your pictures, your stories, what you survived, how you survived. I want to know it all. So bring it on RV Small Talk on Facebook Community Group. And like we mentioned, if you want to go on to Apple Podcast and give us a rating, five stars would be appreciated if you like the podcast. But it really helps us to reach more people. We appreciate you. Five-star rating plus a comment. We appreciate it. We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. <laughs>